This is Alopecia Life with your host, Deanne Graham. You'll hear interviews with specialists in their field and parents who are helping their child move through life while living with alopecia areata, along with conversations with alopecia rock stars who are making a difference. Alopecia Life is here to provide you with support, accurate information, inspiring stories, and life hacks to help you navigate the world of hair loss. Whether you've just been diagnosed or have had it for ages, Alopecia Life has been created to share all the information you may want or need to do alopecia your way. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Back in September of this year, I re-interviewed Skye from Season 2 of Alopecia Life to get an update on how things had changed for Ona from when she was 9 until now at 13 with regards to school. Back then, it was 2020, and we were talking about back to school at a very strange and uncertain time. Today's interview is with Sky only. Ona has given us the go-ahead and trust to share about her experience through Sky's own perspective. As we move into the holiday season, I know having a back-to-school podcast is a little off-topic, but the wisdom she shares is always good information to file away for any season. Please note, there are a couple F-bombs thrown into the interview. Sky, welcome to Alopecia Life again. Hi, thanks for having me. You this bet. is crazy. It's like a, a, a flashback and like, oh my God, all these things have happened since then. Yeah, a lot, a lot. And I, <laughs> you and I have, have been able to share kind of things that have happened over the years, personal things, and it's been yeah. really nice. Um, one thing, though, that we're going to talk about, Ona did join us for the last one, and she yes. said, and I'd love to hear what you said she said today about joining us. Yeah, she said, well, I told her, I was like, hey, Ona, do you want to do this interview with Deanne? She's like, from alopecia? I'm like, yeah. She's like, why? <laughs> I was like, she just wants an update, see how things are going since you were nine. She's like, nah, it doesn't really bother me. I don't really have anything to say. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. And I think yeah. that anybody who was listening to that episode would know that would be her response for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And yeah, Sam's response was mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about that though, because she was nine, like like you said. Yeah. You know, nine years old is very different than how old she 13. is now. She's yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, she's thirteen now. She just turned thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, you know, this is coming around to back to school again. And we're going to be, I mean, mm-hmm. your kids have, are already back in school, right? They just started yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. different yeah. times. Does middle school start in sixth grade or seventh grade? Sixth grade. Sixth so, grade. Okay. Yeah. So, so Ono's at the tail grade. end. Yeah. So yeah. she's at the so tail end of middle school. Yeah. Totally. Uh, cool. Yeah. There's a big change that happens from nine to thirteen. We talked about that, but what what is it for you? How did you anticipate maybe sixth grade starting and going and the different changes with that? Because different classes, different teachers, different ways maybe to talk about it, and a lot more people to talk to if you're going to, right? I mean, honestly, didn't even come up. Yeah, we were, you know, still pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that was the first year. So, so she was in fourth grade when the pandemic shut everything down. And then fifth grade was all online. And then sixth grade was back in class mm-hmm. with masks on and, you know, the quote unquote new normal. So, right. it, it, you know, I don't, I don't 
know that there's really anything to compare it to. It was really everybody was just so afraid mm-hmm. of COVID. Overshadowed every conversation. Totally, it would. <laughs> or thought, I would say. Mm-hmm. And and Ona's middle school, it's the same kids she's been going to school with since kindergarten. So it's okay. a K through eighth grade. All right. So there was no like change of cohort or anything. If anything, the staff and the administrators changed a lot. The mm-hmm. school that she goes to has a lot of turnover. It's a pretty, um, I would say it's got some challenges, it's got a lot of challenges, mm-hmm. but yeah. So transition into sixth grade was not like any transition we ever expected or had no, you know, there's no um, concept for what that might be. Mm-hmm. Her sixth grade experience was challenging in different ways, friend drama and friends mm. changing. And I think in that way it was, I guess, typical. Yeah. Um, but really alopecia didn't really even come into it because you know, we weren't even doing any extracurriculars. Like there was no like going out to the movies or socializing or, I mean, going to a mall or. All the things that we would normally be doing in sixth grade, even more like kind of on steroids, right? We just go, well, we'll go to the mall. And then it's like, no, we're hanging out at the mall all the time. And that just wasn't an option. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how to answer that question in terms of alopecia that it, it everything has changed. Yeah. Everything has changed. Everything's yeah. different. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I would say like I'm starting to notice it a little bit more now this summer. She joined a a soccer team, a new soccer team and I forgot like oh right, we're supposed to we got to let the coaches know that. Mm-hmm. This is this is uh, alopecia and not cancer. It was really funny. Every response I got was, "Well, I would be like, hey, she has alopecia," and they'd be like, "Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> that's so great, though, right?" Because yeah, totally. Like, and I'm yeah. like, "How do you know?" Okay, they know someone, or you know, whatever. And you know, like, obviously, she doesn't have cancer. She's going to run like that. I would say now that we're like going to the mall more and doing more, like. I mean, we just went to the movie to see Barbie this mm-hmm. summer, and that was her first time ever going to a sold-out movie in her life. She didn't understand why I was like, hey, we have to hurry up and get there early. And she's like, no, the, why? I'm like, no, you have to get a seat. Like, It's not like a reserved seat. Or you have to get in line. And she didn't understand that. But being in crowds, I was like, oh, right, the stairs. I forgot about the stairs. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't, it hadn't happened for quite some time. I would say a couple of years, several years now. And I think it bothers me more than it bothers her. Yeah. Well, I you think know? it's an awareness that, I mean, or a non-awareness. I, I think it's a kind of a cool thing to not be aware of those surroundings. I mean, you, yeah. want, you want your kid to be aware of their surroundings, of course, but not in that way. So hyper, right. you know, vigilant about like, oh, that person looked at me. What are they thinking? This and that and this is happening. Yeah. And, and it's just not, I mean, we're not so preoccupied when we get to that point. And I think the yeah. own is like a perfect example of that. She's, she's kind of reached that. I don't give a crap yeah, about I mean, it you know and right I mean she definitely notices because every once in a while she'll come like she's made a couple of shirts or a bag in art class or like a, a thing that says something like no hair don't care that was like mm-hmm. seventh grade in this year is stop staring fuck off <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, so it's like, yeah. I mean, she knows that yeah. you're staring, totally. you know, or people are staring or whatever, but she's just like, yeah, could give two yeah. Fs about it, you know, right. just like whatever. And I'm the one that's like, I'll like stare back at him, <laughs> you know, it's like, a, it's like a three-year-old and I'm like, staring <laughs> him down. I don't know why. And, and she's I don't know like, why I'm so aggressive oh. about it. <laughs> That's that's our job as parents, I think, to to be extra, extra, <laughs> extra. <laughs> I'm sure you've been that's called that <laughs> a lot. Yeah, you're a lot. <laughs> so, what are you yes. thinking? What are you thinking about next year? Is she going to be? She probably will have some of the same kids that are in her school now when she mm-hmm. transitions to high school. Yeah, yeah. Are you? Have you been thinking yeah. about that at all? No. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to bring this up right now, but you better start thinking about this. You got a year. No, I mean, I'm not thinking about like, it's such an afterthought. Right. Good. Right? Like when Anna first lost her hair, she was in preschool. I think I've told you this story before. And the, and the preschool, you know, all the kids went through her transition and the parents and this horrible preschool teacher who is just this human I will never talk to again. But you know, her comment to me was, well, you need to go to the Catholic school because they don't tease people as much as the public school. And mm. I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from. But, right. but you know, I was worried, right? I was worried, yeah. so worried what the, what it was going to be like for her experience, you know, with new going into kindergarten. It's a whole new school. It's a whole new group of kids. Nobody knows what's going on. What's this, what's this going to be like? No, of course, my first worry was like bullies, but now, you know, it's just like, why are they staring? What's, what's the question here? What's the like weirdness here? What's what, what this vibe is weird. This person's coming up to me, like clearly wanting to ask me a question or ask a question or they're making some weird comment or, and I'm like, oh, right. People. She looks different, right? Mm-hmm. They got they got to tell their story about their ball experience, or mm-hmm. you know, they got to tell their story about brain cancer, or they got to tell their story about their family member, or yeah. you know, whatever. And it's like that's probably when it comes up, and and that'll probably be like what it is in 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 high school as far as like preparing, like having a plan to prepare. We'll probably do some sort of. I will probably do some sort of behind the scenes email to her teachers and be like it's well she actually now has an IEP mm-hmm. so um for other reasons that um but Alec, <laughs> and actually the counselor who put the IEP or not the IEP sorry the 504 whatever they're a 504 yeah. together put the 504 together for the medical other thing that we're we are now experiencing uh she's like do you want to include something about alopecia in there because it'll travel with her to other schools and I was like Oh yeah, I guess we can do that. That's a good idea. <laughs> so, you know, I'll be able to just like email probably the teachers and the mm-hmm. coaches and be like, Hey, just a heads up. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and that's usually all it has required. Cause I don't, Ona has to do that work a lot on her own, Yeah, you know, she's going to have to do that work a lot. And yeah. so as much as I can like take that work off of her plate, I'm happy to do it if she wants me to. Right, right. Yeah, because at this point, it is kind of up to her how she wants to handle it. So totally. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. And back in when she was first diagnosed, I know you talked about henna. Henna was a big piece of our conversation when we talked last time. And I know yeah. she kind of went to school this year with a yeah. big piece on her head yeah. too. So yeah. 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 So Hannah's been the the back to school tradition now for many years. Gosh, I think we discovered that a henna crown at a like a fair in our little town it was like a parade and there was a henna artist and ona was like i want this on my head and i was like oh my god that's a great idea and ever since then it's just been henna crowns at least at least for back to school and then sometimes for like special occasions or mm-hmm. you know because it's not cheap but right um yeah <laughs> but it's so fun right yeah it is yeah it is. yeah so yeah so this year she did the world and then like some trees growing out of it, kind of like the world tree from the Norse mythology. I'm going to mispronounce the name. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like Trigger Welsh Welsh. I don't know. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not going to call you out on it because I don't even know what it is. Oh, uh, it's in the Rick Riordan books. Though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Awesome. So. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of see that that might be a tradition that she might continue for however long she wants. And, and maybe next totally. year, it, it's a nice um, conversation starter, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't thought of it that way in a long time, Deanne. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, like, I think we're pretty, as we're building our communities back up after this pandemic we've got this kind of small town where we live. It's like this, it's this neighborhood of the greater Portland area, but the it's North Portland, but it's just this small, it's a small town. Everybody knows each other. Mm-hmm. And Ona's grown up in like, you know, the local sports here and the, she's been at the same school for nine years now. And mm-hmm. we know a lot of people here and a lot of people know her. So it's not much of a conversation starter until we go out of this bubble. And then I notice it, Mm -hmm. you know, I do see a lot of people being like, I love your henna. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful. And then sometimes there's like a follow-up question, but mostly it's just, I love your henna. That's it. Yeah. Great. Doesn't need to be anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What words of advice would you give to parents kind of entering any school year, I know that just we talked about transitions um, and it didn't really apply so much to Ona um, because she's with the same kiddos yeah. for the most part. But do yeah. you feel like there's there's something that is just so important to kind of convey to other parents as they're starting this journey? And and mm-hmm. I, I mean, school's the biggest thing that I hear from parents. They're so worried yeah. about it, right? Bullying being the number one thing. Has Ona experienced mm-hmm. that at all? Not because of alopecia. There was an incident last year. She was actually involved in a fight, but she was defending her friends. And this girl just wanted to fight somebody and push her down. And mm. But it had nothing to do with her alopecia. Yeah, She was fine. Totally fine. It was more like a, I was watching the whole thing and it was just kind of a, are they fighting or are they play foot pushing? I'm not really sure. But um, as far as like, bullying not really she's just a kid that like knows how to fly under the radar for that situation Mm -hmm. she really avoids the drama yeah if she had a totally different personality if she was more like my son it might be a different 
mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. He's just a totally different person than her, you know. Yeah. Well, he well, when you met him, he was only what four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very he'll talk your ear off mm-hmm. kind of guy, but he's he's a lot more sensitive. Like he's yeah. he had a mohawk. He he was really excited to have. Sam shave a mohawk for him this year, last year, sorry, last year. And he went to school, he was all excited. And then the next day he wore a hood or a hat every single day because he was embarrassed of his mohawk and worried what uh, what the kids would say about him. And nobody had said anything. He was just embarrassed. Right. And there was nothing I could do about it other than just mm-hmm. what hat we wearing today, you know, until right. his hair grew out and then he felt comfortable <laughs> again. Yeah. So, you know, like, the long answer is no, she hasn't really experienced any bullying. <laughs> and that's good. I mean, that was the one thing that you said you were worried about when she started school so and, and it didn't yeah. happen. And and mostly I agree with you that it's her personality, but there's something else that that comes into play too. I mean, you guys, you have dialogue about alopecia, which is really yeah. important, or you did in the beginning, especially. And yeah. you, ta- you talked about uniqueness, you talked about self-expression yeah. and that has yeah. carried on. And, you can't avoid having a kid yeah. who's who's can advocate for herself when you right. when you work that hard to do that. So Oh, that's true. Yeah, we did do a lot. You know, when she when she first started losing her hair and and we got the diagnosis that it was alopecia, we were so relieved mm-hmm. that it wasn't anything more serious. Right. From day 1 I mean, of course, like as she's losing her hair, we were, I was freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah. what is this? Because um, yeah. it was just so much. But once we like got the diagnosis and, you know, okay, it's alopecia. Great. It was just like, she's healthy. This is just, this is, this is just hats or not hats and everybody's unique mm-hmm. and acceptance and learning how to have a voice about, you know, what you're feeling. Cause you know, we needed words to express when we were being stared at. Yeah. So there was, there was a lot of, a lot of work. I, I, when, when she was very first losing her hair, I found some mom who, and I don't even know her name to this day, but I had like a three hour conversation with her. Yeah. I called her. I mean, it felt like three hours. I don't know how long it really was, but <laughs> I got her phone number from a friend of a friend of a friend. She lives somewhere in LA, somehow associated with NAF. And her daughter was had graduated high school and was on her way to college and had lost her hair when she was three. And she told me the story of just, you know, how they, it just wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just like, yeah, she doesn't have any hair. And she really doesn't care. And it's not that big of a deal. Other people's reactions are their own reactions. And we have to remember that, oh, right, we have to tell them like, oh, yeah, she was wearing a wig and she just popped it off. And everybody got shocked. And oh, that's right. Yeah. So she has alopecia. It's okay. It's no big deal. You know, and just that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, how refreshing. Yeah, it is refreshing right? to see like the simplicity of it. You go, oh, okay. Could it really be that easy? Do I have to overthink every step of this? Right. And so yeah. we just kind of went from there and took that lead and then always followed her lead as far as what bothers her, what doesn't bother her and mm-hmm. how much she wanted us to be, uh, 
advocating or whatever, but she was like in kindergarten. So it was mostly us, right? Like, right. so we shaved our heads. We went mm-hmm. to kindergarten. We were the bald family. Mm-hmm. You know, they can ask us questions. I talked to the entire school. I said, this is what's going on. If you have any questions, please let me know. I think there was one kid in an older grade who made fun of me for having no hair. And the teacher was able to be like, whoa, 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 let's talk about this. Um, So, you know, that was like nice that Ona didn't have to deal with that. And Mm -hmm. I think Gus, her, her little brother had some kid last year make fun of Gus because his sister, because Gus's sister was bald. And Gus told me about that and he was pretty upset. And I was like, Oh, that's right. This is a new group of kids that are, are post-pandemic first off. So it's just, you know, it's right. wild from then. We just kind of educate and say what it is. And- mm-hmm. Do you have conversations with Gus about it too? I mean, because he's, like mm-hmm. you said, he's so sensitive, right? And so there, yeah. there's a different element to this than, you know, the the dynamic of, of what's happening in school is a little yeah. bit different for him. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, we we have family meetings. We talk about stuff that comes up. I mean, not weekly. We're not like so regimented. But, you know, as things come up or like if, if something happens or if Gus has a question, we just stop whatever we're doing and we just talk about, mm-hmm. you know, or like when he was little, he kept saying, but Oni, you're bald. But Oni, you're bald. And we had to be like, dude, she knows. <laughs> what is this? Why do you keep saying this? And so we had to like have some conversation about how that makes her feel those words, you know, even though you're just pointing out the obvious, that's not very kind. Mm -hmm. And, and so I think, you know, he has a really good, really strong empathy because of, you know, like those conversations. I mean, even just today, I was like picking up, up from school and I was like, Gus, which one is your teacher? He's like, oh, it's that guy over there. He, he doesn't have any, any hair, just like, oh, no, I love it. (laughs) You know, he's like, it's like seeing a a star, you know, like, like, we don't have any hair on us. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I saw someone. So, yeah, yeah, he uh, he's definitely like her fiercest defender if needed, which we really have been really lucky. We haven't had to, like, you know, do a lot of that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any words of advice before we go? This has been great kind of getting an update. Oh, yeah. Words of advice. I mean, really just depends on where you are in your journey. I mean, mm-hmm. from my personal experience, I can't speak to anybody else's experience and how they've experienced alopecia in their family and their communities, you know, following their lead. You know, if it's a kid, follow the kid's lead. But also, like, sometimes you just kind of have to do some behind the scenes updates of the teachers or the coaches or, mm-hmm. you know, and then just accepting, like, I feel that if you're finding that you're going down a road of we can fix this and let's treat this, it can sometimes send a message that there's something wrong with your kid and they will mm-hmm. believe that message. Yeah. That there's something wrong with me if we're trying to treat my alopecia. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably hard for people to hear, mm-hmm. hard for people to get to a point, you know? Right. Does I think that make it's, sense? oh yeah, for me, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But I think it's also very interesting because you are coming from, you're a medical professional. So when you're, yeah. you're kind of saying, let's not treat this necessarily, right? I mean, there's, there's, you've opted not to, right? Based on all the knowledge that you have, too. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's the new like Jack 2 inhibitors, mm-hmm. but they're new and they're, you know, and that, that, you know, no medicine is risk free. None. Mm-hmm. Just none. Yeah. And for us, it was just a, oh, there's a risk of pain. No. You went with the, with the cortisone injections. There's a slightly increased risk of lymphoma. Hell no. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's an increased risk of fat atrophy from the injections. No, mm-hmm. you know, just that was our comfort level with the, the risks of it. I don't know what, how the JAK2 inhibitors are doing right now, but, and I don't know their full side effect profile, but we also are dealing with other things. We have to make hard decisions about yeah. medicines mm-hmm. for things that really, you know, that yeah. quality of life. Uh, yeah. So. Carry morbidity and mortality Yeah, it, and not social and emotional physical appearance things you can't see right. <laughs> ironically right well, sky thanks so much for being with us today and i just want to say you know i hope that the school year continues to just kind of be amazing for ona and gus and for you yeah. guys too yeah thank you <laughs> you're welcome Thank you for sharing your time with Sky and me today. Our journeys are so individualistic as we go through alopecia. Whether you are an adult or a child and family living with it, I love how we can all learn from each other as a community. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening. The information on this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, and is meant for general information purposes only. If you are enjoying these episodes and finding the tips helpful, please subscribe and leave a review for Alopecia Life wherever you download and listen to podcasts. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to alopecialife.com to find out more information on courses, coaching, and a ton of free resources.